everybody. This is Monica Reinagle, and you're listening to the Nutrition Diva, quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. This week, I've got some tips on supplements that are supposed to strengthen your joints. Glucosamine and chondroitin are popular dietary supplements that are promoted as a natural treatment for joint pain and arthritis. I recently got an email from a reader asking whether they really work. If you had asked me that question 10 years ago, I would probably have given you a different answer than the one I'm going to give you today. But first, let me give you a little background on what these supplements are and how they're supposed to work. Sooner or later, almost everyone is going to have to put up with a little joint pain. Often, it's because the spongy tissue or cartilage that cushions your joints has gotten worn away by sports injuries, overuse, or just a lifetime of wear and tear. Osteoarthritis is more common in older people because their joints have had more time to wear out. But young people can have joint pain too. In fact, for reasons I'll get to in a moment, osteoarthritis is getting more common among young folks. The most common treatments for joint pain are over-the-counter painkillers like ibuprofen or prescription drugs like Celebrex. Like most drugs, these anti-inflammatory medications come with a variety of side effects and risks, and some of the risks are fairly serious. And osteoarthritis is usually a long-term condition that requires ongoing treatment. So a lot of people want to know if there's anything they can do to ease joint pain naturally. Glucosamine and chondroitin are both natural substances produced by your body. Glucosamine is thought to stimulate cartilage production in the joints, and chondroitin is a component of that cartilage tissue. It's thought to attract water to the tissue, which helps the cartilage stay elastic. And chondroitin is also thought to block the action of enzymes that would break down cartilage tissue. The idea is that taking extra glucosamine and chondroitin in supplement form helps your body replace damaged or worn out cartilage more quickly. And the early studies were very promising. In the year 2000, for example, an article in the Journal of the American Medical Association reviewed 37 different studies on glucosamine and chondroitin. Now, 20 of the studies had design flaws that the authors felt made the results unreliable. But of the 15 that met their criteria, most showed moderate to large benefits. The authors did express some doubts that the results would be quite as impressive in large-scale, tightly controlled experiments. Nevertheless, they concluded that the supplements were probably effective to some degree sales of the supplements skyrocketed. After all, promoters could cite published scientific evidence that they worked, doctors began recommending them to patients, but as so often happens, as more and more studies were conducted, the evidence seemed to get weaker and weaker. In 2006, a large, carefully controlled study overseen by the National Institutes of Health tested the effects of glucosamine and chondroitin, alone or in combination, on joint pain. People taking glucosamine did get some relief, about a 20% reduction in pain, but that was no more than they got from taking a dummy pill. At this point, the official take on glucosamine and chondroitin supplements is that they are a waste of money. But I'm not quite ready to throw in the towel on these. The fact is that many people do report substantial improvement in their joint pain when they take these supplements, and I'm not sure it's entirely due to a placebo effect. In fact, the authors of that 2006 study hinted that certain people seem to get more benefit than others. The problem is that the only way to know whether you're one of those people is to try it yourself. And if you do notice some improvement, there'd really be no way to guarantee that you weren't imagining it. But hey, feeling better is feeling better. And unlike arthritis drugs, glucosamine supplements appear to be exceedingly safe and well-tolerated. My fellow quick and dirty tipster, The House Call Doctor, recently talked about the causes and treatments for osteoarthritis on his show, which you can find on iTunes or at quickanddirtytips.com. And Dr. Rob and I agree that if you'd like to see whether glucosamine or chondroitin supplements could help you, there's no harm in doing your own personal experiment. And here's how to give it the best possible test. 
Number one, look for a supplement containing glucosamine sulfate. The evidence for this form is slightly stronger than for supplements containing the glucosamine hydrochloride form. Chondroitin supplements may not be worth the money, but for people with severe pain, a combination formula with glucosamine and chondroitin may be worth trying. Number two, use the effective dosage. Regardless of what it says on the bottle, the effective dosage appears to be 1,500 milligrams of glucosamine sulfate per day. Most products contain 500 milligrams per pill, so you'd take one pill three times a day. And finally, take it for three months. It may take up to three months for any improvement in stiffness or pain to become noticeable. So if you do decide to try it, make sure you give it a fair trial. If after three months you notice an improvement in your joint pain, congratulations. In that case, you'll just have to decide whether the improvement is worth the cost of the supplement on an ongoing basis. If you don't notice any improvement, there's no point in wasting your money. You're unlikely to get any further benefit from continuing. I should mention that glucosamine supplements are made from the shells of shellfish, and chondroitin is usually derived from cow's cartilage, so these supplements won't be acceptable to most vegans. And what if the supplements don't work for you? Is there anything you can try? Well, as many of you know, I've written a lot on the topic of anti-inflammatory diets, including a book called The Inflammation-Free Diet Plan. An anti-inflammatory diet can't prevent or cure arthritis, but reducing inflammation could definitely help with symptoms. For more on this, see my show on Foods That Fight Inflammation. And finally, if you suffer from joint pain, carrying around a lot of extra weight is a sure way to make it worse. Obesity is a risk factor for osteoarthritis because of the extra stress it puts on your joints. And that's why we're starting to see more arthritis in young people. For some tips on losing weight, see my five-part series, Creating Your Own Best Diet, and also my show on Keeping Your Diet on Track. Also, if joint pain keeps you from exercising, Get Fit Guy's show this week is on workouts you can do in the water, which he says is a great form of exercise for people with joint pain. This is Monica Reinagle reminding you that these tips are provided for your information, but they're not intended as medical advice. Please work with your healthcare professional to determine what's right for you. I've included links in the show notes to the studies and all the other episodes that I talked about in today's show. You'll find those at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. If you have a suggestion for a future show topic, send an email to nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also post comments and questions on my Nutrition Diva Facebook page. Have a great week, everybody, and remember to eat something good for me. Bye.